of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe Ole, Latte Da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning. Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor. We magnify you. Lord, we just lift you up, and we thank you for another day. As a matter of fact, we thank you for this day right here. And um, God... You said in your word that for this purpose, the Son of God was revealed to destroy the works of the devil. And Father God, we co-labor with your Son Jesus, our Savior, Lord, and Redeemer in this work of mercy and grace. So Father God, I just ask you this morning to help us again Help us again. Thank you. Brothers and sisters, this morning is an equipping morning. Uh, Pentecost Sunday is May 31st. It's the last Sunday in this month. Between now and Pentecost Sunday, we will have that birthing, but I believe that the Lord is telling me um, to continue with this equipping. So I got this song, and I don't want to go negative on you or anything, but I just like the song. I like the artist, and um, I feel like somebody out there this morning needs to hear these next couple songs. Remember, we're in the equipping mode, and God is equipping us. And when when you're in that mode and, and he's preparing you for something, you just kind of got to go with the flow and see what the Lord is doing as he reveals it. But um, I want to quote something before I play the song. I read something yesterday, and I'm going to quote it. It's from Bishop Charles E. Blake. Now, some of you might not know who Bishop Blake is, but Bishop Blake is the presiding prelate in the Church of God in Christ. And this stuck with me after I read, uh, after he, he quoted it yesterday. 
He said, to doubt God is to doubt God's power. To doubt God is to doubt God's love. To doubt God is to doubt God's wisdom. And to doubt God is to doubt God's promises. And I just thought that was so profound that I wanted to share that with you because every now and then I come across something and it really, this really impacted my life. It impacted me yesterday to doubt God is to doubt God's power. To doubt God is to doubt God's love. To doubt God is to doubt God's wisdom. To doubt God is to doubt God's promises. So this morning is an equipping morning. We thank God for it. I thank God for all of you listening. I thank God for the new listeners that are on here and you've never been on here before. Hold on. Just hold on and don't worry about it. You'll be caught up. Remember what God said, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. I want to share. I'm feeling Jamaica this morning. I want to give you Pastor Mike's father is recovering. He still has that do not resuscitate uh, by his own choice. But his dad is recovering, and he had the pleasure of seeing his mom and his dad together for the first time in over 30 years. God is blessing him. So I'm going to minister this morning, and I'm going to minister in an equipping mode. I want you to listen to this song and uh, maybe one more. If you haven't been through some things, then you can't have a testimony. This song is dedicated to women. Women who have been raped. Women who have been beaten. Women who have been forced into prostitution. Women who have been addicted to drugs. Broken women. Women who should have been dead women. Who are standing today because of a man named Jesus. Going through a whole lot of struggle, but I ain't never lose my faith. I've been a victim, oh, I've been weak, but don't you get it twisted.
Please, and I never hear him leave. There's a room in my 
Hey, 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 we see a church, you think I 
Jamaica, and uh, it looks like uh, a trip to Jamaica, maybe just for three days, for revival. They want me to come and um, and do a revival, and I'm feeling Jamaica. I'm feeling it, and so when I heard when I heard these songs, I mean, they just got me. They just got me. They just got me. They just went. They just got me. I told them I can't come right now, but you know, I want maybe some of you to think about if you might want to go to Jamaica after this coronavirus thing is all over. Um, they uh, they got it. They got it going on. They got it going on down there, over there rather, over there. So kind of think about if you if you might want to do a missionary trip. I got well, I got about three invitations. It seemed like they've been listening a lot overseas while this coronavirus um uh, was going on. And uh Paraguay Paraguay didn't get hit too bad. It's interesting. Um they didn't get hit too bad. So I thought that that was uh, very, very interesting. And um, I, I got it. I, I have three overseas invitations right now. One, two, well, Paraguay, New Zealand, and Jamaica. So I don't think I'm going to make either one. But some of you, you know, might want to make some of those trips for me. Um, they're mission trips. So I'm, I'm thinking about how I can be represented in, in those countries. Because um, I've done a lot of work there. And I haven't even been on the inter- internet there, but um, they're going to put me back on the radio in Jamaica, it was my decision to come off about, uh, came off about, see, let me think, five years ago, four, five, maybe six. Um, I just, you know, got to the point where I could not, could not do that um, like that, and I, I made the decision to kind of step down, put it in the hands of other people and they did a re- they have done a really good job, but now they they want me to just 
come back and um, keep the fire burning. Just keep the fire burning. So I'm going to play this one uh, other song, and then I'm going to get into a little bit of equipment. What I want to teach, I'm going to be teaching again this morning. Don't confuse the title of this with what's in it. But the title is, we must never confuse faith with presumption. That's the title. We must never confuse faith with presumption. But in this instance, I don't really know if it's the content. <clears throat> because there's some equipment in this. So I'm not um, I'm not real certain that the, that I might name this something else later on down the road. Um, yeah, I probably will because this equipping um, is time. But you see, when God designates it as time for this type of equipping, you must know that. If you if you look at where we've come up to this point, you've been equipped all the way up to this point. So after this um, song, I'm gonna do. This is another one. They 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 gave me these um, yesterday from from this particular artist that used to be a. very famous um, female reggae. They, if I, if I, you know, I don't want to, I can't say her name or anything because I'm, I'm not supposed to do that because of uh, laws and copyright laws. But she was very, very famous on the, on the trampy side. That's all I'm going to say. The bad girl side. And she got converted, and her name and everything is all over the papers. And she used to listen to me when I used to. She would half listen because she was so famous. She she won. Um, last time I said somebody won something, I got in a whole big thing. But she's big in the sunset. You know about that? Real big, real, real, real big. And God called her. And she cold turkey quitted the same day, sitting at a funeral of one of the other bad girls that had died. God called her, converted her, and she kept the same day. And she got a testimony, but I'm going to let her give it to you one day this week herself. Heavenly Father, it's an honor to be standing in front of you right now. Precious Lord, I lift your name high because you are wonderful. You are more than awesome. I know your presence is in this place because I can feel it in this place. If you know that God has done something wonderful for you and you know you should lift his name, I want you to give him standing ovation right now. We're going to stand and worship and praise the Lord because we are in his presence right now. And we got to lift his name. I will 
brothers and sisters, in case you're familiar with uh, Jamaica, I ministered in uh, Mandeville and Greenville, which are two really, I mean, you you almost have to know somebody to get in and out of Greenville. Um, and I ministered to, to these kind of people. Listen. If you haven't been through some things, then you can't have a testimony. This song is dedicated to women. Women who have been raped. Women who have been beaten. Women who have been forced into prostitution. Women who have been addicted to drugs. Broken women. Women who should have been dead women. Who are standing today because of a man named Jesus. through a whole lot of struggles, but I never lose my faith. I've been a victim, oh I've been weak, but don't you get it twisted, I never had self-defeat. Everything at his feet and ask him to take you through the storm. 
amazing God. Habakkuk 2 and 4. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Justified. The just, the justified, shall live by faith. Deuteronomy 32 and 20. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. For they are a very forward generation. Children in whom is no faith. This morning I want to share something with you. There is a counterfeit of faith. And the counterfeit of faith is called presumption. And we must never confuse faith with presumption. Presumption or presumptuousness is acting without authority, assuming something to be the case when it isn't. Presumption is a counterfeit of faith. Presumption is a bogus faith. Assumptions and presumptions vanish when truth arrives. Faith is confidence based on truth. You got that? Faith is confidence based on truth. Assumption is confidence based on falsehood. The Bible definition of faith tells us that faith is a substance. It tells us that faith is a spiritual substance that is also a force and a power which resides in a believer's spirit and soul. And the end result can resonate into and through material, tangible fact. Although faith is invisible, faith is infinitely powerful because faith motivates the soul, which in turn expresses itself in words or deeds often called works in and throughout the flesh or body. Faith is a fruit of the spirit, which means it should be continually growing into maturity. Galatians 5, 22, 23 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Now, faith is also a gift from God, which means that it has an infinite range of possibilities. Actually, the Bible says that the possibilities extend to the range of everything being made possible. 1 Corinthians 12 and 9. This lets us know, brothers and sisters, that faith is a living substance. 
Now Habakkuk 2 and 4 says, Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. What I want to talk to you about, too, is living faith. Living faith. Faith that is alive. Because, see, I found out that living faith is obedience. James 2.20 But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Hebrews 11.8 By faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after received for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. Living faith is honesty. Proverbs 14.5, a faithful witness will not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. Living faith is reliability. Proverbs 25, 13, as the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him, for he refreshes the soul of his masters. This living faith I'm talking about this morning is humility. Proverbs 20 and 6, most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man or woman who can find. Living faith is fearlessness. Matthew 8, 26. And he said unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Living faith is power. Mark eleven twenty one. And Peter, calling to remember, saith unto him, Master, Behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. And Jesus answering, saith unto them, post this in that chat room, you have faith in God. Post that just like that. You have faith in God. Verse 23, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now the opposite of faith is doubt. And I want you to understand something. Doubt is also a substance with enormous latent power. The Bible says, on the day of judgment, a person's faith or doubt will act as evidence for or against him or her. I'm going to give you an example here of Jonathan and his armor bearer. Jonathan, son of Saul, has much to teach you and I about living faith. That is faith that manifests itself in action. The following is an account of uh, Jonathan uh, and his uh, armor bearer. 
taking on the entire Philistine garrison, and after putting forth every human effort possible, they won the approval of Almighty God, who came to their assistance and won an astonishing victory. You see, Jonathan's experience proves that with God, nothing is impossible, Matthew 19, 26. And that with God, two could put a thousand to flight, as it says over there in Deuteronomy 32 and 30. First Samuel 14 is six. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, come and let us go over unto the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And his armor bearer said unto him, do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee. Behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. I am with thee according to thy heart. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over unto these men, and we will discover ourselves unto them. And if they say thus unto us, Tarry until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place and will not go up unto them. But if they say thus, come up unto us, then we will go up for the Lord has delivered them into our hand, and this shall be a sign unto us. And both of them discovered themselves unto the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews come forth out of the holes where they had hid themselves. And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor bearer and said, Come up to us, and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has delivered them into the hand of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up upon his hands and upon his feet, and his armor bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan, and his armor bearer slew after him. And that first slaughter, which Jonathan and his armor bearer made, was about 20 men within, as it were, a half acre of land, which a yoke of oxen might plow. And there was trembling in the host in the field, and among all the people, the garrison and the spoiler. They also trembled, and the earth quaked. So it was a very great trembling. In other words, post this in the chat room. Large numbers mean nothing. With God, two believers could overcome a multitude of unbelievers. Post this. A million people without God is a minority. 
A million people without God is a minority. But one man or woman with God is a majority. Did you get me? A million people without God is a minority. But one man or one woman with God is a majority. 2 Corinthians 13, 5, examine yourself, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be what? Reprobate. Reprobate, by definition. A morally deprived, unprincipled, shameless person rejected by God and beyond hope of salvation. Think about this today. Examine yourself today. Where is your faith today? I'm not talking about yesterday. I'm talking about today, right here, right now. In Luke chapter 8, verse 22, it says, Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship talking about Jesus, with his disciples. And he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, Jesus fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake. And they were filled with water, meaning the ship. And they were in jeopardy. So they came to Jesus and they woke him up saying, Master, Master, we perish, the Bible says. Then Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they stopped, and there was a calm. Verse 25 says, and he said unto his disciples, where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered saying one to another, what manner of man is this? For he commanded even the wind and the water, and they obey him. Brothers and sisters, there's something that sometimes I think we don't really pay attention to. But there is something that is considered human faith. And um, the example of that human faith is just plain human faith. It's found in Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Because God says that he has dealt to every man the measure of faith. That is inherent within every human being, but in addition to that, there is a supernatural faith of God that only comes to those who believe. You see, this human faith that I'm talking about, that measure of faith, causes people to believe only what they can see, 
what they can taste, what they can hear, what they can smell, or what they can feel. This human faith is limited to the five senses. So human faith, limited faith, is not an endowment. You're born with that. You're born with that. But it's limited because it comes in a measure. You see, when it comes to God, we have to believe things that we cannot measure. When it comes to God, we have to believe things, brothers and sisters, that cannot be measured by what we see, by what we taste, by what we hear, by what we smell, or by what we can feel. Example, you haven't seen God, and you really haven't seen the devil. You really haven't seen heaven, and you really haven't seen hell. You really have not seen sin. Therefore, we wouldn't really know what we would look like if our sins were completely taken away from us. However, you are called to believe in all these things. You're called to believe in all these things in order to be what? Born again. How can you believe in things you can't see? You can't touch, touch, taste, feel, smell. The answer, brothers and sisters, is that you cannot believe in invisible things with human faith. You cannot believe in invisible things with limited faith. You got to understand that you must have. It is not a, a doubt about it. You must have God's own supernatural, miraculous faith, especially today. It says in Romans chapter 4, verse 17, God calleth those things which be not as though they were. You see, God's faith goes beyond sight. God's faith goes beyond your natural, limited faith, which requires your five senses. God's faith operates supernaturally, miraculously, beyond the limitations of our limited, natural, human faith. Now, that's what the Bible says, and that's what the Apostle Peter said in 2 Peter 1 and 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained life's precious faith with us, through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. 
Now, the Greek word that was translated like precious in this verse is isotemos, or isotemos, which means of equal value or honor. You see, we, you and I, have the same faith that Peter used when he raised Dorcas from the dead. You and I have the same faith that Peter used when he made people whole by touching them just with his shadow. You and I have the same faith that Paul had in Galatians chapter 2 and 20 when he said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Note this. Paul did not say that he lived by faith in the Son of God. But Paul said he lived by the faith of the Son of God. You see, that unlimited faith that Paul had was the same unlimited faith that Jesus had. It was Jesus' faith. And the Bible says that we also have the faith of Jesus. The Bible clearly demonstrates to us that we have the same quantity and the same quality of faith that Jesus had. Therefore, we can do those same works that Jesus did if we are able to receive this truth. We can do the same works that Jesus did if we can begin to use what we have. You see, I'm going to repeat this about 10 or 20 times. Right now, your faith is growing exceedingly. Right now, you are pleasing God, and God is giving you an increase in your faith. Why can I say that with such assurance and confidence? I can say that because the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Right now, your faith is growing exceedingly. Right now, you are pleasing God, and God has given you an increase in your faith, just like he did for Noah in building that ark. Right now, your faith is growing exceedingly. Right now, you are pleasing God, and God is giving you an increase in your faith, 
just like he did for Abraham when he had to forsake the land of his nativity at the command of God, believing the promises of many descendants. Right now, your faith is growing exceedingly, just like it was in Abraham when he had to offer up his son Isaac. Brothers and sisters, you are pleasing God, and God has given you an increase in your faith, just like he did for Jacob in blessing Joseph's sons. Brothers and sisters, your faith is growing exceedingly. You are pleasing God, and God has given you an increase in your faith, just like he did, brothers and sisters. Mm. Just like he did when he called Moses, and Moses said that he had a speech uh, deficiency. And God said, don't, you won't even have to talk because your brother Aaron, I'm sending him, and he'll do the talking. Right now, your faith is growing exceedingly. Right now, you are pleasing God, and God has given you an increase in your faith. Just like he did with the Canaanites. Just like he did when he built up Caleb's faith. Just like he did when he had to put faith in Rahab. Just like he did when he had to send those spies into Canaan land. Brothers and sisters, right now, your faith is growing exceedingly. You are pleasing God, and God has given you an increase in your faith, just like the faith of Jonathan, just like the faith of David, just like, brothers and sisters, your faith is hooking up with the faith of the great cloud of witnesses that had their faith in Jesus, and their faith was fulfilled. In Christ Jesus, brothers and sisters, right now, I want to tell you something. When you have your faith in Christ Jesus, you cannot fail. The wise men in search of the baby, Jesus, did not fail. Peter, his faith never failed. Andrew, their faith never failed. Brothers and sisters, James and John, with their faith in Jesus Christ, did not fail. The woman with the issue of blood, her faith did not fail. Jairus, when he was looking for a healing for his daughter, his faith did not fail. Your faith in Jesus Christ will not fail. Right now, God is growing your faith exceedingly. Right now, you are pleasing God. And God is giving you an increase in your faith. Just like he gave to those men. They brought their friend and they had, and they had to put him down through the roof. Their faith did not fail. Just like the Syrophoenician woman, when she came to Jesus on behalf of her daughter, her faith did not fail. 
within the word of God, we have instance after instance after instance of people who put their faith in Christ Jesus. And their faith did not fail because there is no failure in Christ. Absolutely no failure in Christ. Can you believe and receive this message? There are many, many, many instances I could give you. But nowhere in the Bible does it show us that Jesus, faith in Jesus, ever failed anybody. It never fails. It cannot fail. And I want to share something with you. Your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ will not fail you either. Today, God's own Holy Spirit that indwells you, that causes you to be one spirit with the Lord, right now, I say right now, not tomorrow, not next year, right now, your faith is growing exceedingly. Right now, hallelujah, you are pleasing God. Right now, God is giving you an increase in your faith. Greater than the faith that you had when you first believed. And God's promises that his kingdom would be a perpetual kingdom. When you first believed that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God's own Holy Spirit is opening up your understanding so that you will believe right now that your faith is growing exceedingly. Right now, today, this very second, you are pleasing God and God is giving you an increase in your faith. Because the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is preaching to us again today. His first sermon that he preached to the people of God. He sang, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. 
repent and believe the gospel. Jesus wants you to be a big believer in him. Jesus wants you to be a big believer of him. Jesus wants you to be a big believer through him. The word of faith is what I'm preaching. But you must believe it in your heart. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. Brothers and sisters, the scripture says, For whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Jesus said, Go ye into all the world as a believer and preach the gospel to every creature as a believer. It's the only way that men and women will believe. And then Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Jesus said, And these signs shall follow them, the believers that believe. In my name shall they, the believers, cast out devils. They, the believers, shall speak with new tongues. They, the believers, shall take up serpents. And if the believers drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them, the believers. The believers shall lay hands on the sick and they, the receiving believers, shall recover. The Bible says, and they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with the believers and confirming the word for the believers with signs following. But without faith, it is impossible to please God because you will never be a believer. For he that cometh to God must believe, must believe, must be a believer, must become a believer. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is God and that God is a rewarder of them. Them, believers, that diligently seek him. Now this is what I want you to do if you're a believer. Even if you need more believing faith. With everything in you right now. I want, to, I want you to make sure 
that your spirit and your soul and your body are in agreement right now. Take a few minutes and ask yourself, am I really a believer? And if your answer to yourself is that you are a believer, I want you to confess out of your own mouth with your whole spirit, soul, and body in agreement with each other. I want you to confess to every spiritual realm out here. I want you to confess to every spirit and angel. I want you to confess within where you are with an intention to take over the airways with your confession. I want you to say out of your heart, I am a believer. I am a believer. And God, if I don't have enough believing faith, increase my faith. But I want to tell the devil this morning. God has made me a believer. Be honest. If you're not quite there, say God is making me a believer. If you already, God has already made me a believer, but he's increasing my faith. And then, I want you to begin to just thank the Lord. I want you to thank God for making you a believer. I want you to thank Jesus for making you a believer. And I want you to thank God's own Holy Spirit resident and indwelling within you for empowering you as a believer today. Now, wherever you are, I need you to open your Bible to Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. And I want you to read it like this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon Erica. But you put your name there. You're going to insert your name. Because Jesus hath anointed whatever your name is, Bill, Paul, whatever, to be a believer. To preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me, Erica, a believer, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. And today, as a believer, I say, yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. Glory, hallelujah. I say yes, Lord. I am 
they believe. Can you do that with me? You got your Bible open? Luke chapter 4, verse 18. I don't want you to use Isaiah 61 because Isaiah 61 prophesies of it. In Luke 4, 18, Jesus is the fulfillment of it. Can you do that with me this morning? Let's go. Make sure you're on one accord with your spirit, your soul, and your body. Make sure you understand you must be a believer. Let's go. The spirit of the Lord is upon Erica. Whatever your name is. The spirit of the Lord is upon Glennis. Because he hath anointed Glennis, a believer, to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent Deborah a believer to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. And today, I, Jose, say, yes, Lord, I am a believer, and I say yes. Yes to your will, and yes to your way. I say yes, Laura. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. I am a believer. Can you say that? I am a believer. I am a believer. Yay! I am a believer. That's what I am. That's what I am. I am a believer. And I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you so much that you increase my faith. I thank you. I thank you today that you grew my faith. I thank you today that I'm pleasing to you. Hallelujah. Right now, you grew my faith today. I'm pleasing you. Thank you. I acknowledge the call 
I acknowledge the call to be a believer. I acknowledge it in my inner man today. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Never dream. 